0: It's just cr- have you seen who's just become chancellor?
1: No. Jeremy Clarkson. Hunt. Jeremy Hunt. <laughs> What's Jeremy Clarkson? They're going to I think they're going to end up doing a complete U-turn, aren't they?
0: Yeah, apparently there's a um a press conference at half 2.
1: This is just madness.
0: It is mad.
1: Join us. Sarah and Georgia. As we help you get to grips with money and take control of your finances in a fun and simple way. We talk all things money from investments, pensions and benefits to your mindset of our money and steps we can take to improve your relationship with money. Together, we've got this.
0: So Liz Truss became um Prime Minister on the 6th of September.
1: And then it's, what, October the what today, Georgia? October the 14th. And in that space of time, what has happened is the markets have gone crazy. Yeah. Mortgage interest rates have gone right up. Like at an all-time high. started pulling all their products. hmm The UK bond market went wild. <laughs> yeah, like there was a liquidity problem with pensions and the pension scheme yeah yields went right down guilt prices went down guilt yields went right up bank of england had to bail us out had to step in more than once Yeah, and now what's happened is oh don't forget they did a complete u-turn on the 45 percent tax yeah. cut and now what's happened is news of the day the chancellor has been sacked exactly
0: Exactly. And it's very likely
1: they're going to do a U-turn on the complete mini-budget. This is the thing. Just hold tight. Hold tight. Don't make any emotional things yeah. or knee-jerk reactions to anything. Completely agree.
0: I mean, there is a, a good um article on the BBC News website called Is the Market ta- Turmoil Liz Truss's Fault? So you could always have a read of that. It's, it's got lots of diagrams. I'll tell you, you what you should have a look easily. at
1: if you want to know if it was a mini budget that affected the market and not other things that some politicians are claiming have a look at the graph right that has the time frame with guilt yields right and you can see when the mini budget was announced the guilt yield shot right up yeah when so for listeners when the guilt yields shoot right up that means the cost of borrowing for the government increases massively yeah um and all all, and it means guilt prices go down and guilty government bonds um and government bonds are basically like government debt Mm -hmm. um so yeah the the guilt yields the government bond yields went right up when the mini budget was announced bank of England had to step step in and then the guilt yields went down And then they started to slowly rise after that. So have a look at that graph. It's all just, it's it's a graph again, time against the 30 year guilt yields, government bond yields. It is all just a bit crazy. It's gone mad.
0: And Jeremy Hunt is currently confirmed (laughs) as the new chancellor with, um, who does it say? Ed Argar, the chief secretary to the treasury. So. We'll see how we'll this see what goes. happens next
1: week when we record our podcast. See, yeah, it it's, it's all it's
0: all going the government
1: problem is everyone else is affected. Do you know what I mean? Because we keep making the these thing. these things that are, like making the markets go crazy. Who's affected by it? Us, everyday people, not them, exactly. Mm. Anyway, exactly. Anyway, okay. So this is episode twenty-seven of the Money Confidence Podcast. And today we are talking about three main ways to pay down debt, aren't we, Georgia?
0: Yes, we are, Sarah. Three ways to pay off your debts.
1: Well, there's three common ways, aren't there, Georgia? Three common strategies that are knocked around. That are knocked around. (laughs) (laughs) That are doing the rounds. Doing the rounds, yep. If you have debt... Um what you should do to start with is just write down the different debts that you have, the amount that you owe and the interest rates on those debts. So you actually know how much debt you actually have and with who. Yeah. Okay, do you want to start with debt consolidation, Georgia?
0: Yeah, so I think it's pretty self-explanatory. But basically what it is, is where you combine small debts into one larger debt which allows you to make one payment every month rather than, um, you know, lots of little different payments. Mm. So ideally, once they're combined, you'd have a lower interest rate on your debt.
1: Something that you just got to bear in mind with debt consolidation is that you need a good credit score, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, and you can consolidate it through a not percent interest credit card. Or a debt consolidation loan. I think it's important to know, to really understand the, like what you're consolidating it to and the terms and conditions of that, Georgia, like the terms and conditions of the credit card, like the period of the 0% interest rate. Yeah. Um, and actually get a strategy in place to pay that off before the rate ends. If you're going down that route. Yeah. There are Um, some charities that can help with that as well, isn't there? Um, so I would say it's probably.
0: Most useful for those with lots of high interest rate accounts.
1: And um with a good credit score
0: as well. Yeah, and those are the good credit score.
1: So debt consolidation would be either a balance transfer to credit card, balance transfer credit card or a debt consolidation loan. A debt consolidation loan is essentially a personal loan you use to pay off credit card debt and other debts. Mm-hmm. Unlike credit cards, personal loans are in, in installment loans that have a set repayment schedule and fixed monthly payment amounts. But debt consolidation loans can help you secure a lower interest rate and also simplify your repayment process by replacing multiple monthly payments with just one. Um, The rate you get with a debt consolidation loan depends on your credit score and other factors. Um, So there's no guarantee you'll get a lower rate than what you're currently paying. So you need to check that if your credit is fair or poor, you could face high interest rates or difficulty qualifying for a personal loan. So really you need a good credit rate to get it because you want an yeah. interest rate that's, that's lower than what you're currently paying. Yeah. Also the process requires a soft credit check, which doesn't impact your credit score and allows you to compare loan offers with your current situations.
0: And you can check your credit score using, um, numerous
1: different tools, can't you? Mm. Just something to bear in mind that if you're considering a personal loan to pay off your debt, make sure the new monthly payments fit within your budget.
0: Yeah. You need to make sure that, you know, that it's affordable for you to be able to repay.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So maybe it could be worth working out what is an an affordable payment for you.
1: Mm. Yeah. Because a missed payment would hurt your credit rate. Yeah, exactly. It'd hurt your credit score. So you need to actually make sure you can pay it and you need to also. Become disciplined and not run up balances on credit cards again. Yeah. And just commit yourself to paying off that loan. I think it's about your mindset,
0: isn't it? Going forward as well so that you don't, you know, keep getting yourself into the same, into the same problems.
1: It's about a mindset and actually having a plan in place. Just yeah. sit down for like, even if it's just 15, 20 minutes and actually get a plan in place. Yeah. So there's a debt consolidation loan and there's also what you could do, as I mentioned earlier, is a balanced transfer credit card. So if your credit is in good shape, another option might be to apply for a balanced transfer credit card. Um, And these typically come with a low or not percent interest rate for a set period of time. There's usually a fee, though, isn't there, Georgia, when you use a balanced transfer credit card? Yeah, there is an, it's an initial fee, isn't it? It's an initial fee for, for transferring the balances. Um, with that, you need to consider the initial fee for transferring the balances and also the period of the not percent interest rate. And if you think you can pay it off within that period, because after yeah. the not percent interest rate ends, it goes up ridiculously, doesn't it?
0: Yeah. And then it, you could end up actually paying more interest than you would have done if you'd have just kept
1: your debts. Yeah. As if, they were. So again, you need to be disciplined.
0: Yeah. It's all about having the discipline, which I think, I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Because normally if you've got into debt, it might be difficult for you to learn to have discipline. Do you know what I mean? It depends on the reason you've it got. It depends on the situation. Debt. Yeah. You know, whether you've got into that debt through overspending. I think, you know, obviously in the, in the current circumstances, it could be that you've got into that debt because you literally just cannot afford to live.
1: Mm. You also need to bear in mind with these, um, balance credit, these, um, balance transfer credit cards is that they're all different. So some might only allow you to transfer a proportion of the balance. Um, and then the, int- the not percent interest rate will probably just be on the balance transferred and not new purchases. Uh, so okay. you've just got to be really careful. Yeah. So the number one option That's is consolidation. Yeah, consolidating your debt. So consolidating all in one for a lower interest rate. Yeah. You do have to be disciplined. You do have to really know the terms and conditions of the debt consolidation or the balance transfer credit card um inside and out and be able to pay it off. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The next method is called the debt snowball method. And what's that, Sarah? Like right, the debt snowball method is basically Paying off the debt with the lowest balance first. So what what you do with this method is you pay off the minimum payments because if you don't pay your minimum payments, uh, it's bad news. Pay off your minimum payments on your debts and your credit cards. And then this method puts any excess money towards paying off the debt with the lowest balance. And then once that balance is paid off, it then uses the excess money to pay off the second to lowest value debt etc cetera, etc cetera, until you get to the debt the with the highest debt. amount yeah it's That's almost psychological interesting
0: i imagine for some people that method would be really really motivating mm-hmm. because you're like see i can do it i can pay off a debt i think like an alternative opinion is that you have a large debt left at the
1: end but this one i guess is good for people that they need wins early to stay motivated yeah Yeah, almost like more
0: instant gratification than, you know, little, 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 and then a big achievement. I think it it is motivating for some people.
1: You know what I say? What? If you're looking at the numbers, if you're just looking at the numbers, I, I say just concentrate on this next method. And it's basically. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about it, Georgia? It's a debt. I think you should you should talk about it (laughs) because you're really passionate about it. it's not that I'm passionate about it. I just think if from a pure number perspective, um, this method works for me. But everyone, each to their own. Do what's best for you. But the debt debt avalanche method is basically paying off. Right, write down your debts. Write down your debts. Write the amount outstanding, and then write down the interest rate, um, on the debts. And then what it is, you pay off the monthly payments again on all your debts because you've got to pay your monthly payments. The minimum monthly payment. Yeah, the minimum monthly payment that you've got to pay. And then any excess income you put towards the debt with the highest interest rate. Okay. And then when that debt is paid off, you put the excess income towards the debt with the next highest interest rate.
0: Oh, okay. That
1: seems like a very sensible way. Yeah, until you, you pay them all off and then you're left at the end with the debt with the lowest interest rate. So from a purely numbers perspective, if you do it that way, you're going to pay less overall, aren't you? The overall cost is going to be less. Well, uh, what's your opinion on, say you had a debt of,
0: just to keep it easy, you had a debt of £500, mm-hmm. right, with a 2% interest rate. Mm-hmm. And then, so the interest on that is what? 10 quid. So say you had a 500 pounds debt with a 2% interest rate. So, and say that interest rate was paid once a year, 2% of 500 pounds, so 10 pounds a year. Mm-hmm. But then you also had a debt of 1,500 pounds with an interest rate of 1%. So the interest rate you'd pay on that, the interest you would pay on that a year is 15 pounds. Do you work it out in terms of the percentage, or do you work it out in terms of what the value that that percentage creates? If that makes sense,
1: yeah, Georgia, you pay off the higher interest rate first, right? I know but what yeah, you're I saying. Think- I know what you're saying because, but if you take five hundred of that one thousand five hundred, that five hundred's only got one percent interest rate. Do you know what I mean? so what you're
0: saying yeah i do i do see what you mean because if you've only got 500 to pay off anyway but that's a good question that might be something that somebody's thinking of like me and they haven't realized exactly yeah what no, just said. yeah
1: completely so again from a, a pure you know how much overall debt are you paying if you're paying off the highest interest rate first then you're going to pay less overall debt yeah but it, again it is that is my favorite strategy and i just say head down <laughs> head down and just start paying it off that's what i did you know when yeah. i had the, i had that that's what i did i paid off the highest interest rate first and then just yeah. kept going going going
0: but that's the thing it's per- it's personal isn't it and it depends from person yeah. to person what they what they think is going to be the best
1: method for them yeah i think the be the be- the thing to take from it is just choose one method at least yeah just to get going and do it step by step by step just yeah don't go crazy and try and do it all at once yeah little and often everything in moderation. Often and consistent stay consistent yeah. stay focused you will get there you will get there yeah. even on them days where you think oh god nothing's happening we but all get them nothing's working nothing's going right we all get them days so you just exactly. gotta keep going just remind exactly yourself of the end goal. right exactly there we go. We've got Vex again with us. So all the sounds of yeah. the microphone going, all weird, Yeah, <laughs> that was it. Rex. Will be this monster. In summary, the three main methods of paying down debt are: Jojo, number one,
0: debt consolidation. So that is basically making all your little debts into one big debt with hopefully a lower interest rate. The positives are it could be more manageable for you easier to look at etc better admin the downsides can be it is a lot of work beforehand so you have to really try and find a good um, place to consolidate to and also make sure you pay off your debts in a certain time frame
1: yeah make sure you know the terms and conditions yes properly and don't miss a payment because it will affect your credit rating exactly okay uh the second method is debt snowball method um and this is where you basically pay the minimum payments on all your debts and then any excess money you put towards the lowest value debt first until that's paid off and then you put any excess against the second lowest debt until that's paid off etc 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 until you paid off all your debt yeah um the advantage of this is it'll keep you motivated um because you see wins early on because you'll see your mm-hmm. lowest values paid off quicker. Um, and the disadvantage is that
0: you are could be keeping one with a higher interest rate, keeping a um, debt with a higher interest rate right till the very end. Um, and that one could also have the highest value. Yeah. Which means that that debt is, you know, increasing quite significantly month on month.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So overall, I guess you're paying more. The debt's more costly, isn't it? Because you're leaving the highest interest rates last, potentially. Okay, and the last one is, Georgia? The debt
0: avalanche method. My favourite. Sarah's favourite. So this is basically where you list all your debts, you list all the interest rates that go with those debts, and you pay off the ones with the highest interest rates first. You also pay off the minimum monthly payments each month. Um, The positives of this or the advantages to this method is obviously the ones with the highest interest rates are paid off first, which means that you will be left at the end with one with the lowest interest rate, which could have the smallest impact. And what are the negatives, Sarah? No
1: negatives in my eyes. Uh, well, I would say a negative
0: could be that, um, it, you could be a bit demotivated by that method because you're not seeing any easy wins. Yeah. So it depends how disciplined you are, I think.
1: There's lots of organizations out there. If you do need any debt advice or help with debt, um, there's step change debt charity, the citizens advice, um, yeah. and there's some debt helplines. We'll put them on the show notes. Um, yeah. And please, if you are struggling with debt, the best thing you can do is reach out to someone. Yeah, exactly. Especially if you don't know where to start. Yeah. And and don't be ashamed. A lot of people are in debt and no one's gonna judge you. Um no. the, the the thing is just to get started and to reach out for help if you need it. Um and they will they're they're there to help you. Um they'll be there to help you um get a plan in place and pay down your debts. Yeah, so that's it for this week. We were go- we were going to just cover off um a bit about credit scores, but we will do that next week because we spent the beginning part of this podcast talking about the Chancellor.
0: Yeah, and uh, Liz Truss.
1: And Liz Truss, so is- do we have an update on what's going on? I was
0: literally just looking. Uh, the Prime Minister is making it clear she has not changed her fundamental position and the economic priority is for growth. She admitted for the first time that the government went further and faster than markets expected. She is sorry to lose the chancellor. Trust says it is clear that parts of her government mini budget have gone further and faster than expected. We need to act now. So she will keep the increase in corporation tax. So that she said that will raise 18 billion pounds worth of taxes for the
1: country uh mm. okay, so breaking news breaking news uh corporation tax is not going to stay at nineteen percent it is going to go to twenty five percent in april twenty twenty three yeah she's just des-
0: determined to stay on as prime minister
1: I'm sure she is I'm she- sure she's holding on for dear life
0: Truss asked why she thinks she should stay as prime minister. She said that her priority is making sure the government delivers economic stability, which she says is why she's taken the difficult decisions she has today.
1: Well, we're just going to have to wait to see what happens. I wonder if, because the full budget was meant to be coming out on the 31st of October. Yeah. With the full OBR report. I wonder if she's going to bring that forward. We will have to see. Who knows? Do you know what I mean? Everything changes on a Exactly. Basis.
0: I was about to say, it changes every day, so we will never know i mean so the updates next... are just coming in
1: thick and fast now <laughs> next week we will um we'll obviously update you with with what's happening uh, yeah. before we go into ways that you can improve your credit score and your credit rating okay well thanks for listening we really appreciate the time that you've taken to listen to this episode and we will see you next week with rex and georgia Oh, of
0: course. yeah, Rex will of course be here. He's
1: buggered off now. Thank God.
0: So what's your language? Time. Language. He has, he's gone downstairs now, which I'm relieved about, to be honest.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. although now I'm cold, of course. He's he'll quite be good here. actually for the cost of living crisis. He warms you up. So you won't need
0: genuinely, mm. genuinely. I basically, I'm refusing to have my heating on.
1: We still and, haven't had our heating. No. Either.
0: So we haven't got ours on. And I think it's like 16 degrees in the house. That's what like the thermometer thing says. But literally the other day, I didn't get into bed to like sleep or anything, but I finished work. And you know, when you're like cold to the bone, like that's the only way I can describe it. So I was like, right, I'm going to go lay in bed like for a minute and just like, you know, like really try and warm up. I called him in, got him in, got him under the covers. And I was like, Oh, he's like a little hot water bottle. And it really warmed me up. (laughs) But yeah, we've decided we're not having ours on until January. We're going to see how far we can last.
1: I don't think we're going to have ours on, but my feet are freezing. Yeah. But also I've been going to bed earlier because I just want to get, yeah, I just, just want to get warm. I'm so cold. Yeah. Like, I literally... do have some
0: tips. I do okay, have some go, tips. Go. So what me and George have started doing is, um, doing a bit of exercise when we're really cold in the evening it's like at eight o'clock we'll be like right okay let's do a bit of exercise go on a walk or something you know try and warm ourselves up and then it'll keep you warm also a hot shower helps
1: because i did that earlier i might get my hot water bottle out
0: yeah i i had mine in bed the other night too have you seen these long ones no i went to costco last night um and you can get really
1: long hot water bottles they're, like, yeah. body length long. I need something for my feet. It'd be good if you got, like, um heated slippers. <gasps> oh, my God. Right. No, I have some. What? I'm, heated I'm slippers? Leaning, yeah, I'm leaning down just
0: to get my blankets because I'm really cold. Um, um, George got me some years ago. Um, You can microwave them. You oh. stick them in the microwave for, like, two minutes, and they've got, like, those beads in. Yeah, I know
1: what
0: you and mean. And then you stick your feet in them, and they're so warm. Oh, that's what I need because my feet get so cold. Yeah, I think you got them on Amazon.
1: Mm, I'm going to have a look. You also
0: need, have you got one of these? Let me show you. Okay, you're going to think I'm ridiculous, but I'm fully prepared for the cold.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so on this podcast, can we just say, not only have we, we've, we've given you some updates about the um uh situation in Parliament and the mini yes. budget, uh, we've gone through the debt, three debt main methods of paying down debt, and also we're giving you some tips on how to stay warm this winter how to not turn your heating on so this has a hood okay so so just for the listeners tell us tell everyone what you're showing me
0: so it's basically what it basically is is a duvet that you wear (laughs) right i'm just gonna
1: show sarah it bear with
0: it's got a hood
1: okay i'll describe it it looks really warm it's got a hood arms arms two arms oh and it's got like a right down past
0: your legs yeah Rex likes going in there
1: (laughs) it's got a a massive pouch and it's huge and it looks really warm it's so thick it's really thick what's inside it it's like fluff like it's like a fluffy blanket
0: inside where did you get that from George got it for me again can you tell I'm a cold person I think it's from Amazon
1: Oh, that's, that looks really good. I'll send you the link. I'm going to get that and I'm going to get it. It's called
0: the comfy. The comfy. It's so, it's so warm.
1: It looks really warm. It's so warm. I'm going to get that and I'm going to get some, um, microwave slippers, microwavable slippers. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Oh, my hands get really cold as well. I need something for my hands. Oh,
0: I don't have anything for my hands. I get, I don't get suffer with cold hands that bad. This episode, as Sarah summarised, was government updates, how to console, how to um, deal with your debts, and how to keep yourself warm without
1: turning your heating on. hmm Yeah. Three in one, that was. Exactly. So you're very lucky. So you never know what you're going to get next week. So stay tuned and... More top tips. More top tips. More of George's top tips. Yeah. So yeah, stay tuned and we will see you next week. Speak to you later. Bye. 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 bye bye bye. All views expressed in this podcast are our own and not our employers. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. Investments can go down as well as up, and you might not get back the amount you put in, especially if you take your money out too early. Investments may be subject to tax, the impact of taxation and any tax relief depends on your circumstances.